Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community. I'm your host, Doc Pop. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions over on torquemag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. You can also download the episodes directly from WMR.fm. Last week was WordCamp Europe 2023, one of the largest WordPress events in the world. This year's event was hosted in Athens, Greece, with thousands of attendees. My guest today, James Domini, was one of those attendees who also gave a workshop titled How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Our AI Rulers. James is a technical architect at WP Engine, and we are going to talk to him about his speech. And as someone who is still very much concerned about AI and WordPress, uh, we are going to ask James to help alleviate my concerns or confirm them. I guess we'll find out in this episode. James, thank you so much for joining us today. Let's start off with just give us a, a brief description of how you got into WordPress. So I am not into WordPress, actually. My wife is into WordPress. I share my affiliation with WordPress with you in that I work for WP Engine, but I have been involved, if not almost, entirely exclusively on the hosting infrastructure side. But I have, you know, on occasion helped my wife debug problems in the plugins that she writes for her clients. She works for a small agency in Ireland. And your talk at WordCamp Europe was titled, How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Our AI Rulers. Are robots coming for the jobs of WordPress devs and content creators? Uh, okay, yeah, it's straight to the heart of the matter. Uh, straight yes, no. <laughs> um, let me both confirm and disconfirm your beliefs there. In brief, the take home of my talk was 
AI isn't there yet. And if you are in the WordPress community, actively doing things, whether it's as a blogger, whether it's as a freelancer, whether it's as a plugin developer, a core contributor, working in an agency, any of those things, you are probably already being exposed to AI like ChatGPT or Bard, and you're probably safe. I think we've all seen those memes going around of spectacular AI fails like Give me a synonym for journey starting with D and it confidently answers trip. So I think for a lot of things, we are safe as long as we ourselves learn to use the AI tools now, because we're going to be competing against other people who are using AI tools to accelerate their own jobs. Hmm. I think the real danger lies in the incoming generation to the WordPress community. And I mean, a lot of what I'm talking about doesn't actually apply exclusively to the WordPress community. It applies to so many jobs and lives and things in our lives beyond WordPress. But WordPress obviously was the focus of WordCamp. So the way I characterize it is we need to be careful not to pull the ladder up behind us. AI as it stands now is good at replacing the easy tasks, the boilerplate tasks. The go-to example for me at WordCamp was something like, hey, my editor needs me to produce a blog article on 10 things to do in Athens at night whilst I'm at WordCamp. You know, that's something ChatGPT is good at, but when you ask it to give you 100 things, you're probably gonna find repeats. You might also just occasionally, because there is inherent randomness in the AI output, find that it recommends something really dodgy, like, hey, go and visit this Nazi memorabilia plate collection in some random guy's house because it happens to be on Google Maps or there was an article about it and that somehow accidentally got sucked into the training set. So what that means is that the job now without AI is generate words and then they go to a sub-editor. The job when AI comes in is going to be generate words with AI and you become that sub-editor or editor. You become the fact checker. And it's much the same on using AI to assist in coding. Mm -hmm. AI is good at simple tasks. It's not good at combining completed simple tasks into more complicated systems. Not yet. It, it will get there. But what that means is that the, the job that you might have given to your, you know, your intern or your junior programmer on the team uh, would be go and do this, you know, fairly boilerplate thing, come back to me. And then I, as a senior engineer on the team might go and check it and make sure that it works. And I, I know in the first place to ask for that task to be done. Mm -hmm. Whereas AI doesn't know yet that that is a task that needs to be done to fulfill the greater task. That's what I mean by combining simple solutions into more complex solutions is is one of the weaknesses in AI at the moment, but that will probably go away. What that means though, is I get to the point where I can issue those tasks and know what tasks need to be done. I get to the point where I can read through an article and go, that doesn't sound right, or that something's wrong there, or, oh, I know I should not be recommending Nazi memorabilia in our particular magazine. That knowledge and those skills comes through having made the mistakes doing the easy tasks. And what I mean by pulling the ladder up behind us is if those easy tasks are all going to be done by AI in the future, 
we're still going to need people to direct AI, but how do we get new people coming into the community, into the field, who have learned on the basics hmm. and thus graduated to the point where they are able to use AI effectively for the more complicated problems? I think I 100% agree with a lot of what you're saying. AI is not quite there yet. It's not going to be replacing anybody yet. My bigger concern is more that a writer will lose their job and get replaced by AI only to get rehired back to edit the AI and do just as much work, if not more work than they were doing before, or a coder for the same matter, right? Yeah, absolutely. Lose their job and then just end up rewriting ChatGPT's code or Copilot's code. But that's capitalism. That's, that's not necessarily AI. It's just more of like AI being used as the excuse to kind of accelerate that behavior. But in five years from now, do you think that that won't even be the case that like AI might be good enough to, you know, not think up a website, but code a website with very little editing afterwards? Uh, probably. It's very odd to tell, I think, that where we are on the AI curve. Mm -hmm. My personal belief is that it comes down to computation and memory. And the more that we throw it at the larger the models we can create and the larger the models we can create, the more context the AI can use to generate its output. And the more context it has, the better the results are going to be. I think there's some fundamental things that people perhaps don't under, don't generally understand. And that, that is AIs can't innovate. You know, they are trained and the way that they work, they spit out output that matches something they've been trained on within some random variation. That That's a very high level overview of it. Can an AI write a new novel? Can it be creative? Not now. I mean, you can certainly ask, you know, AI to transpose your poem into the style of Shakespeare, and that might make it better. Um, write me a poem in the sh in the style of Shakespeare about, I don't know, a jug of water on the table, because that's what I'm staring at right now. You know, can it do it? Yes. Is it being creative? That's a deeply philosophical question. Will AI get better at solving complex tasks with more memory and more computation? Yes, absolutely. But it'll only be able to solve tasks that have already been solved by a human. Or if not, it will need a human to ask them to solve the task in the first place. And I think that's a good spot for us to take a quick break. I realize I've been talking about my fears so far this episode. When we come back with Press This and James Dominey, I'm going to ask James to to give me the good news about AI and you know cheer me up and and you know let me know in a, in a realistic sense what are some of the ways that WordPress can benefit from this. So stay tuned for more Press This right after the short break. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. I am your host, Doc Pop. Today, I'm talking to James Dominey, a technical architect at WP Engine, who recently gave a talk at WordCamp Europe 2023. The talk was titled, how I learned to stop worrying and love our AI overlords. And I, I love that title. Obviously, we're all, we're all fans of Peter Sellers, right? And you said uh, the Simpsons reference was also in there. What's the, what's the Simpsons reference I'm missing? Right uh, the, the Simpsons reference is uh, the newscaster, whose name I now forget, who has this recurring phrase whenever something happens. I, for one, welcome our new AI overlords, or I, right for on. one, welcome our new alien overlords, whatever the flavor of the episode is, whoever's taking over Springfield. And so on the first 10 minutes of this episode, I talked to you about some concerns I have and just other folks might have about AI. And we mostly focused on, I guess, economics and how it affects jobs. Do you believe, you know, this this talk sounds like it might be optimistic. I didn't get a chance to, to see your workshop, but do you generally believe that will be more opportunities created by AI than, you know, challenges? Uh hard to say. I, I, I'm not sure that I will actually be dispelling your nervousness, to mm -hmm. be fair. Uh, I think AI presents a massive opportunity for so many things. I think one of the things that I'm most excited about is the potential to use AI in the WordPress community to make WordPress more sustainable, more energy efficient. And part of that can be AI analysis of the code. Again, it's not there yet, but it will be in five years. You know, The other thing is using AI in our hosting infrastructure to manage the way we do things and you know, maybe move somebody's WordPress installation from one company's infrastructure to another because they are greener or something. So like that for me is an incredibly exciting opportunity. I think that also there are a lot of other ways that AI can be used in terms of generating content. Like the idea with AI, one of the great things is I can write 10 articles now in the space that I could ask one. And I can A-B test my articles. I can A-B test my my campaigns. And we're already doing this manually, but the, the scope increases hugely. So I think there's going to be a net economic benefit for people who make money out of WordPress as well, mm -hmm. assuming that they get on board and they, they leverage the tools that are becoming available. That doesn't take away from the fact that if we mishandle the way that we do this, I'm not going to say that there is disaster, but I think that there are risks. And I think a lot of people are thinking about the obvious risks, but I think the real the real ones that are going to get us are going to be those nuanced risks. Like I said, like the nuanced risk for us at the moment for me is the five years time, we're not going to have a skills pipeline of people coming into the WordPress community because we haven't handled this well. We haven't engaged with it. We haven't talked about it. And here's the bit where I will dispel your nervousness. I was thoroughly encouraged by the set of talks uh, and the schedule at WordCamp EU. AI was a hot topic and we were talking about it. You know, mm -hmm. everyone was talking about it. And I think the the best thing about it is that we weren't talking about the the obvious problems with the obvious solutions. People were digging into the details. People were asking hard questions of the speakers, myself included. And that means that we are engaging with the problem now, 
And I think that as a community, WordPress will come out on top. So AI was obviously a hot topic at WordCampEU um, just because it's a hot topic everywhere. And Absolutely, I, yeah. I, I guess I'd love to know, like, what was the, the general vibe, um, I, I guess, the general vibe of the presentations you saw, but also the general reactions from the crowd? Do you, do you think we have kind of a consensus forming around AI and WordPress at the moment? I don't know that we have a consensus, but we certainly have a consensus to talk about it. I think the reaction was positive. A lot of the AI talks that were there were, this is this is how I'm using AI. This is how we could use AI. And it was how we can use AI in agencies, how we can use AI to develop plugins, how we can use AI to optimize SEO, I think was one of the ones. I didn't mm -hmm. attend it, I just saw the title. So people are talking about the opportunity and I think the response was positive. And a lot of the questions that came up certainly in my talk were, how do we deal with it? I don't have the answers. We've got to navigate that. But we are asking the questions, which means that we're aware of it, which is the first step in solving any problem. You are involved in the WordPress sustainability channel. And I know that sustainability in websites is important for you. And I, I think that's a really awesome kind of way to think about like how AI could be used. As someone who writes a lot of content, one of the things I heard about recently, uh, a nice little AI fix, I cannot remember the name of it, but it was a plugin that had four main features that were all kind of SEO related. One of them was it would help write AB tests for headlines or maybe like SEO yeah. descriptions. Based on your content, here's a couple suggestions for titles. And, you know, if you like, we'll do these tests. And if you like the results of the test, you can permanently switch over. And I thought that was pretty cool. The key feature, the boy, the big feature for me in AI, and this is so nerdy, but basically it was reading your article and then helping you write the SEO, the you know Yoast SEO short description, which I don't know why for me, I could spend, you know, hours writing, you know, a thousand words or whatever in a post. And then it comes to writing that meta description. And I'm just like, no, I'd rather jump out this window than, than write one more description about this thing. I, you know, so like the idea of having AI do that seems wonderful. So there are these Absolutely. kind of yeah. clever fixes I, for things. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Like summarizing something effectively is hard. Mm -hmm. It's never been easy. And I remember, you know, like writing the, uh, writing the abstract for my stuff in university was like, oh, Jesus, like, I thought I was done. I've written, I've written my three pages. Do I really need to write this paragraph? It was always the hard part. And mm -hmm. that's one thing AI is absolutely fantastic at is summarizing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're coming close to the end of this first section. I did have one question I wanted to ask you, and I, I should have given you more time to answer this. WordPress is an open source platform. And everything kind of connected with WordPress is also supposed to have this kind of open source GDPL licensing mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. When we're talking about open source and coding and AI for coding, you know, Copilot maybe in particular, yeah. what are the issues? Can can developers use Copilot to help write WordPress code that's supposed to eventually be open source? Oh, got to prefix this with I am not a lawyer. I don't know. I I think that that is probably one of the other issues that we have to solve, but I think it is one of the obvious issues. I mean, that that's already come up. You know, people are discussing how OpenAI and ChatGPT was trained on data sets that weren't open source. And now technically the results are legally ambiguous, especially when it comes to using it to code, et cetera. I think that can be cleaned up fairly easily. I mean, I say easily, if we adopt a framework where we say, 
if something is open source, AI can use it and AI can spit it out. And we get commitments from the from the companies that run the big AIs and everyone who writes their own AI model, because that's coming too, because it's going to get easier. If they are more zealous and careful about the things that they train on from a legal perspective, from a licensing perspective, and eventually um, it's going to be from a content perspective and a regulation perspective, that's coming and it's going to happen. And there's going to be a couple of mines in the minefield that we're going to hit. But I think that's navigable. I think lawyers are going to make a lot of money whilst it happens. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I think on a day-to-day -day basis, that's probably not going to affect most people. As far as WordPress is concerned, th there are probably going to be cases where we accidentally put some proprietary code into WordPress. Mm -hmm. And then that becomes a question of, does the proprietary licensing of the code survive the transformation that it undergoes through an AI system. Because remember, AI outputs are random or randomized. Mm. And so what they've really done is they've looked at someone's code and they have reproduced it. And by they, I mean the AI system itself. They've reproduced it with some random variations. That argument is a lot stronger for content and a mm. lot weaker for code because coding languages have very strict grammars. And there's a lot less random variation that works. And as a result, AI systems are constrained in what they output when they answer specific questions. But again, the type of problems that we're going to be using AI to solve for now are firmly classed in the utilitarian thing. You know, they are it's AI is going to be outputting boilerplate code. It's going to be doing transformations of markdown tables into HTML for us. It's not solving complicated problems that have patents on them yet. Mm -hmm. I should emphasize the yet. I can say that most of my concerns currently with AI could be resolved if we had some sort of system in place to keep content. And, and basically, if we just think about it as data, keep data from being scraped without permission and used without permission. I think that's largely where most of my, my issues come from. Uh, yeah, and I, and I don't... think that's, that's the mm -hmm. easy first step. You know, if we have yeah. a... If we uh, expand the robots, uh, the robots.txt file, for example, mm -hmm. uh, or AI system, training systems honor that in some way, mm -hmm. you know, th there are easy technical solutions to that problem. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Copilot, I keep thinking about if Copilot was a little bit more like um, using Flickr, where you can adjust your slider when you're doing search, you can adjust the slider on Creative Commons. You can say, I'm looking for a totally free, no attribution, commercial usage photo. Or you can say, hey, um, you know, I want a little bit more variety. So um, you're not going to sell this. So let me move this to non-commercial. And I'm willing to give attribution, right? Like a little slider like that. If, if Copilot had something that was like, here's the licenses, you know, that this corpus is using. And here's the license that this corpus is using, and you can kind of choose. And if you're going to output to open source, you can choose from the open source model. That would be, God, that would be such a no-brainer for, for, to me, for Microsoft to implement. Uh, I, I'd never thought of it before. I love the way you're thinking, though. That is fantastic. Yeah. Well, we are going to take our final break. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk with James a little bit more about WordCamp EU because I didn't get to go this year and I'm looking forward to hearing about his experience. So stay tuned for more Press This right after the short break. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment.
Welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. I'm your host, Doc Pop. Today, I'm talking to James Domini, who gave a talk at WordCamp EU 2023 titled How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Our AI Overlords. We've spent the last 20 minutes talking about that topic, and we haven't really talked much about WordCamp EU. And I guess just at the end of this episode, James, I'd love to just hear how was your experience this year? This was your first WordCamp, right? Uh, my first WordCamp, my first WordPress meetup ever, and it was amazing. Uh, one word, Athens, two words, Athens summer. It was fantastic. But that's not the only reason it was fantastic. I want to say upfront, it was an extremely well-organized and smoothly run event. I was so impressed. And a shout out to the people, especially who helped the speakers. I, it, was, it was the smoothest presentation I have ever mm -hmm. done. Thank you very much to everyone involved. Uh, huge, huge praise. Yeah. Other than that, I, again, like I said, AI was the hot topic. There, there were. Other, I think the the schedule and the talks were well thought out. Obviously, you never get to attend everything because I was speaking. I missed like a half morning, but uh, th there were tons of things that I wanted to see, and I can't wait for them to drop on WordPress.tv so that I can see them after the fact. They were covering a wide variety of topics, and I think. The other thing is in the closing, you know, a couple of years ago, or more than a couple of years ago now, I think Matt Mellenweg's his, his sort of his mic drop moment was learn JavaScript deeply, and this time it's going to be learn AI deeply. I think he's absolutely right. Lean into it. Final question about WordCamp EU: Did you hear one? I mean, just real quick, did you hear anything that blew your mind about AI? Did you learn anything from anybody else during your talk? Like one cool fact uh yes more than one i don't know that there was anything mind-blowing but there were mm. there were there were tons of little things where it's going oh i didn't know we were using ai for that already mm -hmm. um uh, like you just mentioned like oh we're already using ai uh for a b testing and for summarizing like uh yeah great and of course the the news that jetpack was including ai directly was big news, obviously, at WordCamp. And also, you know, it kind of caught me off guard in fairness. It was like, oh, damn, okay. They're already on this. And here's my talk about, you know, coding up a plugin by yourself. No need for that anymore. I think the thing that really blew my mind is the pace with which it's being adopted. Mm -hmm. like, like everybody was using it. Everyone had a way to use it. Every conversation that I had, someone came up with a way, a new way. Uh, to solve a problem they were having. Uh, it's not a problem everyone has necessarily, but mm -hmm. you know, the, that that's the scary thing about the tool, or, or not scary. That's the amazing thing about the tool. It's so versatile, and you can use it to solve so many different problems. Well, James, it's been great having you on the show. Thank you so much for your time, and thanks for giving a talk at WordCamp EU. If people want to follow you and learn more about what you're working on, is there a good place to send them? Uh, no. <laughs> I am not a social media folk, uh, person, mm -hmm. unfortunately. The best I can kind of give is my LinkedIn if you want to. So it's JG Domini, my surname, D-O-M-I-N-Y, J-G, D-O-M-I-N-Y. Send me an invite request, and I will generally accept yeah, like I said, catch my talk on WordPress TV when it drops. <laughs> and catch you in the uh, WordPress sustainability channel, yes, which is a absolutely. Awesome place. Uh, yes, hashtag sustainability on the Make WordPress Slack. 
All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Press This. Thanks so much for listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. You can follow my adventures on Twitter as at the Mag. That's our publication on Twitter. You can also go to torquemag.io to find these podcasts as well as our weekly live streams and tutorials and much more on torquemag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download it directly from wmr.fm. Again, I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love spotlighting members of the community each and every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.